All right, we ready? Curry, way down to Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! LeBron James, a shot in history. He's back! Pull up a chair, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Amateur Athlete Podcast with Vaughn. We're here to talk all things NBA today, but before we get into it, I just quickly want to congratulate the Denver Nuggets on winning their very first NBA championship. Here's a little snippet of how it unfolded. A massive season had by them, in particular, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, who, in my opinion, I think they're probably one of the hottest duos in the NBA right now. They're absolutely killing it. Joker in the paint is an absolute beast. And Jamal Murray coming back from that injury, man, he is on fire. On today's episode, we're going to be talking NBA free agency and trades. It's been a massive, massive couple of weeks with players moving all around the league. I'm going to be talking more in depth about the bigger trades that have happened as of late. But before we get into that, I just want to rattle off a few other trades that are that are worth a mention. So fellow Aussie, Paddy Mills, has been traded to the Atlanta Hawks. But Paddy had been passed around four different teams in 10 days, which is pretty crazy to think. So obviously, to start off the season, he was he was in Brooklyn. That's where he played last season. But then Brooklyn had traded him to the Houston Rockets. But then Houston have rerouted him to the Oklahoma City Thunder, which, in my opinion, was a pretty good landing spot for Paddy. He'd be playing there with with Josh Giddy and Shea Gilgis Alexander. I think it would have been a pretty good spot for Paddy to play basketball. To be honest, he probably would have come on at the two guard spot when when Josh Giddy went off for a rest. So, I thought that was a pretty decent spot for Paddy to play. But since then, OKC have now traded him to Atlanta which is still a pretty good spot for Paddy to play. He was there playing with the likes of Trey Young and the Jonte Murray. But will he get as much game time as he would have got in Oklahoma City? I don't think so. But the Hawks, in my opinion, they're probably more of a chance to to win a championship. So they're a decent landing spot there for Paddy Mills. Grant Williams of the Boston Celtic is now a Dallas Maverick. Grant Williams, he's been playing alongside the likes of Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum for a couple of years now. So he moves over to Dallas where he will be playing with a couple of other superstars in in Kyrie Irving and, Lu- and Luka Doncic. So he's going to be used to that kind of superstar caliber players around him, which is great stuff for, for him and, and for Dallas. Obi Toppin of the, U- the New York Knicks is now an Indiana Pacer, which is a weird one because whenever I think Obi Toppin, I, I think New York Knicks. So it's going to be weird seeing him in an Indiana Pacers jersey. But I think it's a really good move because Obi's now going to be playing with, with Tyrese Halliburton, which I think Tyrese can really open up Obi's game a little bit. We saw in New York, Obi was a little bit inconsistent at times. He had some really good highlights, some really good games in amongst some in- inconsistent games as well. So I think Tyrese can really make Obi a, a consistent player there in Indiana. Max Struss of the Miami Heat is now a Cleveland Cavalier. That's a, This is a great addition for, for the Cavaliers. He'll be there with, with uh, Darius Garland and Donovan Spider-Mitchell. 
I think, well, the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to be a team with some force this year. They had a very, very good run last season. So I think now with the addition of Max Struss kind of makes them a little bit better heading into next season. So I think they're going to be a team to watch out for. Victor Oladipo of the Miami Heat is now part of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Victor is a very, very handy player. He unfortunately suffered a knee injury of some sorts at the end of last season. I'm not sure what kind of injury it was, but it did require some surgery. So if Victor comes back to full health or close to full health, he'll be a very, very handy pickup for, for Oklahoma. Chris Dupps, Paul Zingas of the Washington Wizards is now a Boston Celtic. This is a great move for Boston. They need a big man. They haven't really had a, a shooting big man, a scoring big man for a while. So with Kristaps Porzingis there, he's fabulous in the paint. He's a great defender, and he can shoot a three ball as well. So great pickup for Boston. While we're on Boston, Jalen Brown. Now, this is some crazy stuff going on here. He has signed a massive, massive, massive max extension with, with the Boston Celtics. I think it possibly is one of the richest contracts in NBA history, which is crazy to think. He's only young, so he's got a, he's got his whole career of having Jalen Brown. Great re-signing by Boston. We all know what Jalen Brown's about. He can shoot the ball. He can defend. He can drive to the rim. So great, great signing there. Now, my guy, Dante DiVincenzo from the Golden State Warriors, is now a New York Nick. Great pickup for New York. Dante is so versatile. He can play pretty much any position except probably the five-man He's a great shooter. He's got good handles. He can drive to the rim. But he is a very, very good rebounder. So great pickup there by New York. With Dante going to New York, also it will reunite him with his Villanova teammates in, in Josh Hart and Jalen Brunson there. So there's a little bit of a connection there already before they take the floor. Lonnie Walker of the Los Angeles Lakers is now a Brooklyn net. Pretty handy pickup there. I think Lonnie will probably play... A similar role to Patty to Patty Mills when, when he was there would probably come on as a shooter, as a little bit of a scorer. I remember Lonnie last year against the Golden State Warriors in the second round of the playoffs. He he come onto the floor and he kind of he kind of shot the the Warriors out of contention there. So great pick up by the Brooklyn Nets. Russell Westbrook resigns with the Clippers. We all know what Russ is about. He's a walking triple double. He's a he's a great player. He's consistent. He is tough. He just loves basketball. So Russ resigning with the Clippers is a, is a great move there for Los Angeles. Dylan Brooks of the Memphis Grizzlies is now a Houston Rocket. Now I don't know too much about Dylan Brooks's game. I know last year he was kind of painted the villain of the NBA. Let's hope he can kind of turn that around in Houston and, and let his basketball do the talking. He'll be there with with Jalen Green, the young upcoming superstar. Houston, Houston have actually recruited pretty well this year. So if they can kind of gel and, and come together a little bit before the season starts, they will be a little bit of an underdog heading into, into next season. Austin Reeves has re-signed with the Lakers. Great, great, great move here for the Los Angeles Lakers. Austin Reeves is an upcoming superstar. He's part of the the USA basketball team at the moment. He is a scorer when when LeBron and and AD aren't scoring as much. Austin Reeves steps up. He he takes it to the floor. He he can put it in the bucket. So great great move from Los Angeles. And last year he got a little bit of a playoff experience there. So that's that's going to make him even more prepared come next season in in hopefully into the playoffs for for the Lakers. While we're on the Lakers, Anthony Davis has re-signed on a huge contract there. We all know what AD does. 
He is a walking double-double, triple-double sometimes. He scores 20-plus points a night. He's crazy. He can defend. He can do everything. He He's just an all-round fabulous player, so great re-signing there by, by the Lakers. Pat Bev is now a Philadelphia 76er. He'll be there with Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey. Pretty good pickup here for, for Philadelphia. Pat Bev is solid in every way possible. He's a great defender. He gets under the opposition opposition skins. He he talks trash. He's just one of those players that you love to play with and hate to play against. He was talking on the on the Draymond Green show not long ago, actually, about how he loves getting under people's skins, trying to get under the coach's skin. Here's a little snippet of what he had to say on the Draymond Green show. You know, so when it yes, comes to do. like impact impacting the game, like and this shit's fun now, man. Nah, cool, because he's out of control. I'm gonna just take a charge on him. He's gonna get frustrated. I'm gonna get on his skin. Okay, I'm gonna foul the shit out of him. Okay, tech, he's out the game. All right, cool. <laughs> That's cool. Next, who I got next? Okay, coach. All right, I'm gonna talk shit to the coach. Get him a little rattle. That bullshit ass system he's running. Oh, okay, the delay shit don't work. Put pressure on the big right here. Force him to pick. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got the coach arguing with me. I'm cool. I'm cool now. I'm good. I'm good. My my job here is done. Tyrese Halliburton has resigned with Indiana Pacers. I love this for Indiana. I love this for Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese is going to be an all-star for years to come. He's going to be an Olympian. He's just fantastic. Before before he got injured last season, he was he was scoring points. He was double doubles most nights. So Tyrese and Indiana. Hopefully, he's going to be there for a long time, and he will be an Olympian and an all-star in years to come. Desmond Bain has re-signed with the Memphis Grizzlies. Great stuff here for Memphis and Desmond. Desmond, in my opinion, he's probably been one of Memphis's most consistent players the last couple of years. With with Jar Morant there, obviously he's the superstar name. I think that kind of helps Desmond Bain a little bit so he can fly under the radar. He can be consistent and there's no pressure on him as such because Jar's that big name player who who kind of takes all that that pressure and and Desmond Bain can just just be him and 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 just do what Desmond does best so great re-signing there for Memphis the return of Miles Bridges from suspension for the Charlotte Hornets interesting one before Miles got suspended i think it was last year or the year before he was probably one of the best players in the league he was scoring he was he was defending really well he was scoring 15 20 points a night so if if miles can come back close to the form he left in it'll be a, make for a very interesting season for the charlotte hornets while on charlotte lamello ball has re-signed on a four-year deal with charlotte you all know what Melo brings he he brings the energy he brings the the trick plays he he's just a out there player so Lamelo and, and Miles teaming up back in Charlotte is going to be something scary if if they can connect. Chris Middleton resigns with the Bucks. Chris is just going to be Chris. He's he's going to bring his experience to the floor. He's teaming up there with Giannis again. So hopefully the Bucks can have another another solid season and, and another push for that championship. Kyrie Irving resigns with Dallas. I mentioned before with the Grant Williams trade, Kyrie and, and Luca there together. They're going to be a force to be reckoned with, especially if they can kind of work together a little bit more rather than individually. So let's hope Dallas can kind of come together and make a, a good playoff push. Sabonis re-signs with the Sacramento Kings. Awesome, awesome signing for Sacramento. Sabonis, I think in my opinion, is, is a very underrated player. He's a big man. 
He's good around the rim. He can defend. He is solid in pretty much all aspects of the game except his three-point shooting. Demandus don't shoot three-pointers. I mean, if you make him, shoot him. But Sacramento are going to be pretty scary for the next couple of years for the, for the foreseeable future. They've got a great roster there. They've got Sabonis. They've got De'Aaron Fox. They've got Malik Monk. They've got, what's his name? His last name's Mario. I can't think of his first name, but he's an awesome upcoming player. So they're, they're going to be very, very scary and tough to handle in the next couple of years. And, and with Coach Brown there, such a great, great coach, they're in good hands. And, and I think they're going to make a very, very good playoff push in the next couple of years. Anthony Edwards has re-signed with the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's the the face of Minnesota pretty much. He's young. He's, an, he's energetic. He can shoot a three-ball. He can drive to the rim. He can defend. He's, he's pretty much got it all. So great re-signing there for, for Minnesota. Jonte Murray has re-signed with the Atlanta Hawks. Talked about this a little bit earlier with, with the Paddy Mills trade. He's going to be there with, with Trey Young. Them two, when they play well together, they're, they're pretty much unstoppable. Dejounte going to the rim. He can shoot the three ball. He's a pretty much a, a fabulous all-round player. He was an all-star for the first time. I think it was last season or the, or the season before. So great re-signing there for Atlanta and, and for Dejounte. Fred Van Vliet of the Toronto Raptors is now a Houston Rocket. Man, this is a crazy trade. Fred Van Vliet in Toronto. He was pretty much the, the face of the Raptors there. Him moving to Houston is going to make them a pretty challenging team to beat. I mentioned before with Jalen Green, Dylan Brooks, now Fred Van Vliet, they're going to be hard to beat if they can kind of gel together. You know what? I'm even going I'm even going to go a step further and say the Houston Rockets will make the play-in tournament in the 23-24 NBA season. You you heard it here first, episode 2 of the Amateur Athlete podcast. The Houston Rockets will make the play-in tournament in the 23-24 NBA season. And lastly, Derek Rose and Marcus Smart to Memphis. This is an interesting one because they're both they're both point guards. Ja Morant's here as a point guard. It's going to be interesting where the coaching staff play these two. Although Ja Morant, I think, is suspended for the first half, maybe or the first couple of games of the season. So one of them two can probably slot in at the one spot, but I'm not sure where the other one's going to fit into the rotation. Also, Marcus Smart is is a reigning def- defensive player of the year, and along with Jaron Jackson Jr., who is the who is the current reigning defensive uh, player of the year. So, two defensive players players of the year teaming up on on the one team is going to be scary for for oppositions to come up against. So, Memphis, as always, they're going to be solid heading into the postseason. Now, let's move on to the bigger trades that I think are definitely worth mentioning. I'm, I'm primarily going to concentrate on the Golden State Warriors. First of all, we're going to talk about the Jordan Poole-Chris Paul trade. So kind of the, the background of this trade, the Washington Wizards and the Phoenix Suns agreed to come to terms of a trade between Chris Paul and Bradley Bill, which sent Bradley Bill to the, to the Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul to the Washington Wizards. Then, then Golden State jumped in jumped in on this, on this trade and decided to trade Jordan Poole to the Wizards and bring Chris Paul to the Warriors. Now, when when this trade first got announced, when it first went through, I was like, "Why are we? Why are the Golden State Warriors trading a young upcoming guard who has the potential of a lifetime for for an old guard? He hasn't won a ring, he hasn't won a chip." Then I kind of thought about it for a little bit, and I was like, "Man, Chris Paul, he's an all star, he's an Olympian, 
he is going to be a Hall of Famer one day. He can throw dimes with his eyes closed. So once I thought about it, I was like, okay, this potentially could be a great trade for the Warriors. Now, the Warriors just didn't trade Jordan Poole. There was a lot of activity that that went on behind this trade. The Warriors kind of gave up a lot for, for Chris Paul. So so this is kind of how, how, it went, how it went down. So the Warriors received Chris Paul. The Wizards receive Patrick Baldwin Jr., who who's a young young guard. He got drafted last season. He can shoot the three board very very well. So Patrick Baldwin Jr., Jordan Poole, we all know what Jordan Poole's about. Ryan Rollins, he's a pretty handy player. And the the Wizards also received a 2027 second round pick, a 2030 first round pick, and cash consideration. So. All in all, the Warriors did give up more than initially thought for Chris Paul, but I think it's going to be the right move in the end. Now, I think this trade was kind of coming because we all know what happened at the start of the 22-23 season with with Draymond Green and Jordan Poole, the whole punch situation. So playing through the 22-23 season, we saw that the Warriors were kind of at times, well, probably most of the time were weren't the team they were in that 21-22 championship team. So Jordan Poole, Draymond Green, they pretty much didn't have a personal relationship after that incident in the preseason. They probably agreed to come to terms to work professionally together, but definitely didn't have a personal relationship happening at all. So I think that was a massive factor on the Jordan Poole trade. Now, Chris Paul, what does he bring to the Warriors? Well, Chris Paul is a fabulous point guard. He can dish dimes whenever he wants to. He He's up there with probably most assists of all time. So Chris Paul, and let's not forget his scoring. His scoring is unbelievable too. His, his mid-range is automatic pretty much. So awesome stuff there for, for, for the Warriors in terms of that. But where are the Warriors going to play Chris Paul? Because the Warriors lineup which I think should take the floor and who have been taking the floor for the past couple of seasons is Steph Curry at the one, Clay Thompson at the two, Andrew Wiggins at the three, Draymond Green at the four, Gavon Looney at the five. But if the Warriors are going to start Chris Paul, that's probably going to push Gavon Looney to the bench and the Warriors are going to play a little bit of small ball, which will either be Steph Curry or Chris Paul at the one. Chris Paul or Steph Curry at the two, Clay Thompson at the three, Wiggins at the four, Draymond at the five. Now, if that's the case, I still want Steph Curry bringing that bringing that ball up the floor if he plays that two guard spot because we all know what Steph can do. He can take one or two steps over over half court and knock it down from long range. So, in my opinion, I still want Steph Curry bringing the ball up the floor for the Warriors. But it's going to be a very interesting. Preseason coming into into round one, into the first opening game on where Chris Paul is going to fit into that roster spot for the Golden State Warriors. Now, also on the Golden State Warriors, I touched on him before, Draymond Green. Draymond Green has signed a $100 million four-year deal to remain with the Golden State Warriors. Now, he does have a fourth-year player option which is great for Golden State Warriors fans because we have secured Draymond Green for another three years. Now, without Draymond Green, the Warriors do not have four championships. Without Draymond Green, the Warriors dynasty as it is today 
probably doesn't exist, even though they still had Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson there. Because Draymond Green is the heartbeat of the Warriors. He is the organizer of this team. Steph will tell you that. Clay Thompson will tell you that. Coach Kerr will tell you that. Draymond Green has Warriors DNA flowing through him. He is the DNA of the Golden State Warriors. Now, I was a little bit worried when Draymond declined this initial offer and and entered free agency. I was like, fire out the Warriors are going to lose Draymond Green here. And that's it. The dynasty is over. There's going to be no fifth ring coming up for them. But the Warriors and Draymond worked out a deal that was good for both parties. And he has re-signed, which is great, great news. And I can't wait to see the Warriors win that fifth ring in the next year or two. Moving on to Damian Lillard. Where's he going to end up? Is he going to remain at the Trailblazers? Is he going to go to the Miami Heat? Now, this is interesting because Dame has publicly announced to everyone, to the whole world, he wants a trade. If he's going to get traded, he wants a trade to the Miami Heat. Now, if that happens, Miami are going to be a bloody scary team come next season because they're going to have Dame run on the point there and they're also going to have Jimmy Butler. They're also going to have Bam Bio. So their core group, if Dame Lid goes to the Miami Heat, is going to be very, very scary. But as of a couple of days ago, the Portland Trailblazers have pulled kind of all offers off the table there was a lot of rumors going around the league of, of different trades that were that were coming through, but the Portland Trailblazers have pulled all offers off the table and they want Dame in, in, in training camp at the Portland Trailblazers. So it's kind of gone a little bit radio cold at the moment, but it'll be very interesting to see what happens leading up to the opening night because anything can happen. All in all, it's been a pretty interesting and big free agency and trade period. I now hope you're up to date with everything you need to know for the 23-24 NBA season. Hey, what up, guys? Thanks for listening to today's episode. Hey, if you want to keep in touch with everything the Amateur Athlete Podcast, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Amateur Athlete Podcast. Or if you want to connect with the show, you can DM us on Instagram or you can email me at theamateurathletepodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button so you can keep up to date with everything amateur athlete. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time.